Hello, and welcome back to another FAT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique. And in this episode of the podcast, we're going to cover some basic old school nutritional supplements. In the past, we've covered certain diets for losing weight, some ideas, to some of the keys to your health. And those keys would be getting more sleep, at least three quarters to a gallon of clear water a day. Yes, that much water you should be drinking. Trying to get at least 100 grams of protein in a day. You'd be amazed of how many 130, 140-pound women and 200-pound men I talk to who have all kinds of health-related issues, and they're not getting the minimal protein or building blocks to help them heal. Remember, Healing and recovery is your goal. Every day we tear ourselves down, whether you're an athlete or not, and you have to replenish these things. So today we're going to talk about some old school nutrients, some old school nutritional supplements. And uh, I'm going to talk about the ACEs, A-C-E, ACEs, vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E. Why do I want to talk about these vitamins that have been around forever. You can go to these big box discount warehouses for food and other household items, and you can get a big vat of vitamin C pills, probably most likely a synthetic brand, but you can get them very cheap. Vitamin C has been talked about forever. There's been a big pushback because of vitamin C on nutritional supplements because when it was related that vitamin C supplementation, and this goes back 50 years, would help you know, fight colds or fight the flu, there's a big pushback in the medical community that this wasn't true. Luckily, there's this guy named Linus Pauling. Linus Pauling was the first one to push orthomolecular medicine. And all orthomolecular medicine was, was high-dose vitamin therapy. He would work with people that had some crazy conditions, you know, even cancer, and dose these people with 100,000 times RDA. He'd give them 10, 15, 20 grams of vitamin C a day, and they would turn around. The people with all these crazy health conditions would turn around. Now, again, here's the warning. If you have anything wrong with your biology, physiology, get a coach, get a medical doctor, get a chiropractor, an osteopath, get a nurse practitioner, find a nutritionist, dietitian, someone to work with to help you through this who spent years studying it. That means reading books on it, taking tests, and having a professor there or a teacher to help guide them when you go off on some of your research. And works with and experiences working with people with many conditions and using these supplements. So if you have a problem, get some help. Don't trust, you know, Dr. Google or the Internet. What you do have to trust is someone face-to-face to help you. Having said that, vitamin C has been around forever. And people push back on vitamin C. They said, nope, too much will cause this. You're just wasting your money. We get plenty of nutrition from food. Well, in a previous podcast, I talked about how our soil has been ripped of all its nutrients. Just modern farming practices to increase yield of the crop itself. 
you know, some of these fields should have been laid dormant for a while so some nutrition can get caught up, other things planted in it, rotate the crops. We understand that. So if you get an orange today at your local grocery store, can guarantee it does not have the same vitamin C content as it had 50 years ago or even 100 years ago. That's important to know because there's a lot of people walking around with very mild subclinical. Subclinical means you don't get all the symptoms. If I went in and said I had a slight tremor and some bad skin and fatigue and low energy and trouble sleeping, I go to MD, he'd run a panel of 15, 20, maybe 30 blood tests. That would be good and doesn't find much but I still have it, I could still be subclinically low on, say, vitamin C or vitamin A. Just just enough to cause some symptoms, not enough to break down the structure of the cells, just to change the function. We all know that that last tank of gas in your, in your car, you know, there could be some sediment in there, extra water. So no one usually runs around, you know, just putting one or two gallons into their tank and waiting till it's almost empty and rolling into the gas station. It's hard on your um, engine. So, you know, you try to, as I try to tell my teenage drivers, you know, keep it a quarter full, an eight full, minimally. So, you know, any of the, the dredge that's on the bottom of the gas tank doesn't run through your engine. That's just smart. Well, it's the same thing subclinically. If, you're, if your diet is poor, you slow down the function, and that's what your body gets used to. Well, there, if you go into a nutrition store, there's a big revolution of this vitamin and that vitamin, and everyone's excited about taking this vitamin or the newest uh, supplement. I saw someone, you know, trying to tell me about an antioxidant that comes from, you know, pine needles, pycnogenol it was called. I really couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, wow. Or it comes from grape seed extract. You know, this is a powerful antioxidant. Well, yeah, it is. I know it is. It's very expensive. Uh, why don't you just take the ACEs? What are the ACEs? A-C-E. You can actually find them in a store somewhere where they're actually put together. So let's talk about vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. Number one, they're together, they're a powerful antioxidant. Separately, they're an antioxidant, though I think uh, C and E are a little better personally. But they're antioxidants, which means in our normal day-to-day activity of doing the work of being a cell, being a tissue, being an organ, our body throws off you know, free radicals. Free radicals contribute to aging, slow down process, contribute to disease. Well, free radicals are kind of like the exhaust of your car. You can just think of that's, it's the normal cost of doing business. And the more efficient you are, you put off less exhaust, but you're always putting off exhaust. You can't avoid free radicals. It's part of being a human being. It just is. They're not so much the enemy. They're just, it just is. You just have to accept it. Now, what your body does with it. Are we putting off too much free radicals? If you're sick, if you're hurting, yeah, if you have a lot of pain, if your diet's compromised, if your sleep's compromised, if your protein, your water's compromised, if you have some genetic condition, you're going to have increased free radicals. Well, one way to help take care of them, help them not cause problems in your body, for you imagine free radicals coming out and just banging into cell membranes and causing damage. They cause damage inside the cell also, 
and they cause damage outside the cell. So what can I do? Well, if you want to heal, if you're working on changing your life, you know, I always say take a good multivitamin, multimineral, multivitamin, multimineral. Why? To cover the nutritional holes. If you can't have a perfect diet, if you can't, you know, either afford one, afford the time, afford the expense, afford the change in your activities of daily living because you have three jobs. I understand. So sometimes it's better on your biggest meal to pop a capsule to make cover all the problems. Then the next thing would be at least ACEs. It's old school. I understand everybody wants some type of fancy bottle, but vitamin A, C, and E will help you. Let's talk about vitamin A. There's this myth or semi-myth that eating a lot of carrots will help you see in the dark. Well, quite honestly, what vitamin A does is support eye health. And you find lots of vitamin A or carotenoids in carrots. But you also find it in a lot of other vegetables too. But the amazing thing is, is that this chemical called beta carotene, carotenoid, beta carotene gives the color to say shrimp, to carrots, it gives that orangey red color. So why is that important? Well, carotenoids actually maintain your endothelial cells. And that's the inside lining of, say, your blood vessels. What? You mean vitamin A can help with atherosclerosis and heart attacks and all that? Yes. It helps maintain it. We understand atherosclerosis right now where you get an injury on these cells called endothelial cells, and it doesn't heal properly, and you get a buildup of calcium, a buildup of cholesterol, and that can lead to a heart attack around your heart. So if you have some vitamin A in your diet, guess what? That tends to heal a little better. What's amazing is that there are many studies showing that vitamin A, especially the, the sources in fruits and vegetables, help with skin health. They actually make a powerful drug called Accutane to help uh, prevent acne. It will actually reverse some forms of acne. It's very liver toxic. It's amazing when we take nature and we modify it. Sometimes our body doesn't know how to handle it. But Accutane is basically a chemicalized hybrid version of vitamin A. Now, that doesn't mean high doses of vitamin A can be toxic. Vitamin A is fat-soluble, which means we store it. We store it. So we store it. So, you know, you have to be careful with the high levels you can get in your body. But if you're just taking the RDA or slightly higher every day, some form of it, you'll start seeing the benefits. That's the important thing. There's plenty of research showing it reduces cancer risk. Well, that's because it reduces free radicals. It reduces mutations. That vitamin A is very important for normal um, transfer of genetic material from one cell to the other. In other words, as a cell is dividing, you want to make sure you have good vitamin A. You, if you're healing, if you're trying to make new cells, you want vitamin A in there. And, of course, as we talked about, all the vision, the positive vision things. Where would you find vitamin A? Oh, my goodness. You can find it tomatoes, red peppers, cantaloupe beef liver. Don't eat polar bear liver. It's too high in vitamin A. It's bad for you. You know, fish oil, milk, eggs, fortified foods. So your, your big whole foods are usually good enough for vitamin A sources. But again, 
it's a great thing to look at. There are some studies that show, and there's studies that show that vitamin A malabsorption, um, you know, you can find that in cirrhosis of the liver, cystic fibrosis, Crohn's disease. So there's a vitamin A con- component and some big life-threatening conditions. Now, on to vitamin C. Vitamin C has been around for a while. There's been people that promoted, of course, the mega doses, you know, the, the amount you would find like in 20 oranges a day. I understand that. But one thing I like to talk about, beside the Linus Pauling thing, and was he was writing about, you know, hey, take these huge doses, you're going to get some changes. And because it's water soluble, which means you have to take it in every day, you don't store it, it's safe. And if you take high doses, you're running to the bathroom anyway, and it's going to be cleared out of your system. What we have found about vitamin C is that it helps the body's immune system. It stimulates white blood cell activity. White blood cells kill viruses, kill bacteria, help us recognize fungus. So you need vitamin C for a healthy immune system, period, end of story. You need vitamin C. So I always recommend to my patients who have chronic colds, chronic, you know, always sick, the one who's always, you know, picking up the bugs from everyone they talk to, doesn't feel right. I always say, you know what, get your vitamin C level up. And no, it's simple. Get your vitamin A level up. Get your vitamin E level up. And then sit back and we'll see how you feel, you know, after a couple months. Vitamin C has been, you know, blamed for the improvement of people's skin, their immune system, their chronic diseases, and even there's some studies showing that it helps the nervous system in dealing with pain. Yeah, just vitamin C. Nothing fancy, you know, the old vitamin C that they've probably been supplementing and making supplements since the 1950s and 60s. So something to think about to add to your you know, regimen in the morning. And the last one is going to cover is my favorite, vitamin E. I personally have been taking vitamin E since I was probably, oh my goodness, 12 or 13. I've always added in. I took it in the form of wheat germ oil. You can get some wheat germ oil and you'll find a lot of vitamin E. Um, a lot of tocopherols, that's the chemical there is. And there's ver- various forms of tocopherols, cousins and brothers and sister tocopherols. But the vitamin E, looking at some of these vitamin E tocopherols, is uh, amazing on some of your health. Heart health. Lots of studies showing that it reduces heart attack risk. Lots of studies showing it thins the blood. It's like a natural blood thinner. You know, everyone is worried about heart attacks, so they're taking um, a baby aspirin. And I also recommend everyone get a CT calcium score. I got this test. You have to pay cash. Mine was $100. They usually 100 to 300 Best cash money you'll spend. They take a five-minute uh, CAT scan of your heart, and they can tell you if there's any calcium buildup in your arteries that would lead to an unsymptomatic heart attack that may kill you, like a widow maker. It's a, an artery that supplies a big part of the heart, and you can't see it in any other test. You may have been into your GP. You could even have had an EKG, listen to your heart, everything's fine, and then you drop. So get a CT calcium score. 
Um, I'll say that hopefully in a, a few more podcasts. But vitamin E is a natural thinner. A lot of people are saying, oh, my heart, my heart, you know, so they take a baby aspirin. Well, baby aspirin isn't natural unless you're chewing on white willow bark, tree bark. Um, so vitamin E is, and it takes a little while to work, but it is an, it's great for your skin. You'd be amazed how young you look. I see a lot of people, you know, going in for Botox and all this in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And a patient will come in and tell me, oh, yeah, I just, you know, you know, just casually say, I just had Botox in my face. You know, I got to get the wrinkles done. And I'll say, well, how much vitamin E are you taking? You're taking 400 IUs, 800 IUs, 1,000 IUs. What are you taking? You know, what do you get Get at the big box store or, you know, the, dr- the drug store? What do you order on um, the Internet, Amazon service? What do, you, what do you order? And they're like, what? What do you mean vitamin E? thought everyone knew that you take vitamin E if you want younger-looking skin. And it's an amazing thing of how even going in your 40s, 50s, and 60s, the people who have that those tocopherols have that vitamin E in there, their skin looks better. It looks much healthier, at least younger. Um, also, it is a great antioxidant. It is a scavenger for those, those loose electrons, if you will, those antioxidants. So anything that can clean up and scavenge your, uh, your free radicals will help your skin, will help chronic age-related diseases, and there's plenty of research showing how it helps cognitive function, helps your brain work better, um, reduces the chances for dementia and Alzheimer's. Those are big things. So why wouldn't I take a vitamin E supplement? Um, and the amazing thing is, where are we in our society with pharmacy and all that? Well, when, and we'll have a whole podcast on vitamin D, D is in dog, vitamin D, um, I'll probably just spend a good 20, 30 minutes covering vitamin D. When I started recommending vitamin D 30 years ago, that was quackery. Why would you take vitamin D? You know, it's in our milk. Um, nobody has rickets anymore. That's a bone softening disease you get from low vitamin D levels in your food and diet. Well, I was like, well, because it's one of our biggest immune system stabilizers. And when we're when I would talk to a medical doctor or a dietitian, they push back. Now, you go into a doctor, an internist, they draw blood, they check your vitamin D level, and they, you can go to a pharmacy and they have vitamin D there. I mean, I'm still kind of head spinning a little bit. I'm taken aback by, you know, 30 years ago when I got out of Cairo school, no, 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 no. And now, well, of course, Fred, it's usual and customary. Why wouldn't you? It's caught, it saves so many things. It blows my mind. Um, so I'm not going to wait for them to catch up on vitamin A, vitamin C, or vitamin E. Um, it's been safe. There's a few studies on real mega doses of vitamin A or vitamin E. You're not going to do that. Um, that's silly anyway. Um, but just getting an over-the-counter supplement that has A, C, and E in it will assist you in fighting off free radicals, your recovery from illness, or if you take it every day, preventing illness. And when you do get sick, it's a shorter lifespan. If you're an athlete, you're going to recover better. All, I mean, it's amazing. I'll talk to, to many athletes and say, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing branch chain amino acids, and I'm taking this pre-workout mix and this post-workout mix, and it, it's mind-bending. All they're taking, they're taking creatine. They're taking all these supplements. And I say, okay, well, you know, you're taking vitamin E, you're taking C or A. What do you mean? And it blows my mind. It just blows my mind. The basics of not understanding how our body works. So 
start with ACEs. Start with A, C, and E for heart health, for immune system function, for your skin, and for overall healing, and to prevent the colds and fight the viruses and those illnesses. You may find that it's beneficial. Most patients that have tried low-dose ACEs, and you can find them everywhere. You can find a bottle with AC and E in it. It's called ACE. You'll see ACE there. Sometimes they put some minerals in like selenium or zinc, and that's okay. We'll talk about that in another podcast, but that's okay. You know, they, but when you take your ACEs, every patient I've started, and I've been doing this over 30 years, has said to me, guess what, Fred, I'm still taking it. I, see, I seem to do better in life by taking some A, C, and E. So my, my job is only to put the information out there, and you don't have to guess. You can test. And please tell me that ACE helped you, and I've never had anyone really come up and said, you know, taking ACE didn't change a thing. It's amazing. And this has been another fact podcast.